Hello everyone, Anthea Durant here. Welcome to my podcast, Ancestral Wisdom and Evolution. Welcome to episode one of my podcast, Ancestral Wisdom and Evolution. The first podcast I will be hosting and I'll be talking about ancestral wisdom and evolution. I'll talk about my spiritual path first of all. So many years ago, I started to look at particular patterns within myself that needed to be healed. And from this, I was guided to attend many workshops, which were very spiritually minded, but also looking at self-healing techniques. From this, I wanted to explore more, and then I was guided to be initiated into Reiki. This was extremely transformative for me, because suddenly I had an awareness of another energy. I became clairsentient, and I began to feel lots of energy around myself, around the top of my head. It was very powerful. And this energy helped me to align with who I am and who I was as a soul. And so I embarked on a very intense journey and I was guided to travel all over the world. And from this, I then connected with shamanic practices. And I was lucky to connect with amazing teachers and many indigenous people all over the world. I remember a very powerful experience when I was in the Guatemala jungle with indigenous medicine people who were called Tatas and Nanas. We were a large group around an amazing fire. And as we were about to start the ceremony, suddenly we heard howler monkeys, and then the howler monkeys became stronger and stronger. And the whole jungle was filled with the sound of howler monkeys. And we all looked at each other because we knew that this was nature connecting us and also welcoming us to that space. I then began to learn shamanism and began to use a drum, which was very powerful because not only did it allow me to connect to my spirits, but it also enabled me to connect to my gift of manifesting sounds, which I'll talk about in another podcast. So what does that mean? Well, many people who attend my live events can hear other sounds in the room, such as monks chanting, angels singing, and other source sounds, which are very powerful. But um, I was already aware of manifested sounds from my path of alchemy. So the other main path that I'm on is alchemy. And from this path, I have a main teacher called Tariff. And it's from this path that I began to heal manifest sounds for the first time, because he has the gift of manifestation, which means that he is able to manifest amazing sounds from crystals, etc. But this gift is not a gimmick. It's very important because the sounds that he was bringing through was to help humanity and to help the earth. 
and I'm very grateful to be part of that. So as my own path intensified, I then began to connect to my own gifts. And I began to teach shamanism. I was teaching others introduction to shamanism and other methods. And as that went on, I suddenly became interested in ancestral healing. And I looked around and I couldn't really find anyone that I resonated with to actually have an ancestral healing session, etc. So I began to connect to my spirits and I began to teach one-day workshops. So these would be a one-day workshop to help people to connect to their mother line or father line. And then I was amazed at the power of healing that people would receive many transformations for example someone who suffered from depression and when we did the healing we found it was linked to his grandfather who was in world war one and from the trauma being in world war one part of his grandfather's spirit was still stuck in the energy of that trauma so not only was his grandfather's energy stuck in the energies of that trauma, but his whole comrades who had been with him at that time. So there was like a collective trauma of souls who were together connected to that trauma at that time. So as I did work to help to release his grandfather from the trauma of that time, the soul of his grandfather also connected with the collective of souls who had also been traumatised at that time. And they all, as well, were willing for that aspect of that soul who had been stuck in that consciousness. They were willing to all to be released back to the source. So it was a huge healing session, because not only did I release the stuck soul of his grandfather, but also helped to release the many souls as well who had been stuck in the consciousness of the trauma of World War I. The result of this healing was that uh, this client depression lifted and he felt much happier in his life. As I began to do my healing sessions, I noticed more and more that the sessions would also turn into ancestral healing. Even though I hadn't been trained in any ancestral method, clients would come to me uh, with various ancestral issues and also to help to release other energies that were not theirs. Because of my connection to the energies and my spirits, I was able to release those even though I had not been trained in this area. I became more and more fascinated by this area. And then a number of years ago, I went on a very big trip. I went away for six weeks and I traveled around Mexico and Guatemala. When I was in the Mexican desert with a shaman and another group of people, I was told I was here to help dead people. When I reflect back, I now know that this is the path of ancestral work. 
not only are you helping to heal a person, you are helping to heal thousands of ancestors at the same time. Because when you heal an issue at its origin, so as I discussed before, the issue of someone having depression and linked to the origin of the story of his grandfather in World War I, then you're healing that distortion in the DNA that was caused by that trauma. So you're clearing it for the person and thousands of ancestors, but you're also helping the future by ensuring that that distortion in the DNA does not continue. And so ancestral work is also the key to evolution. Hidden in the shadows of distortions are the keys that are there to guide us towards rebirth. The inherent nature of the human is love, but this has become distorted over time by conflicts, personal gains and abuse of others. The human has lost its way. From losing its way, it is finding it hard to navigate itself out of learnt ways of behaviour, behaviour of abuse of others, envy, unfair competition. These are the ways that the human feels are the good ways of surviving in the earth, when in fact the best way of surviving in the, on the earth is working through the energy of love. The human only perceives what it knows in that moment, which then creates barriers to being able to resurrect itself and disconnect itself from this negativity. It's like being stuck in this whirlwind of time of negativity that is a coping mechanism and finding it hard to get out of. What is within is without. So within has been this culmination of trauma and learnt behaviour that is like a safety net. And then from this is a particular behaviour that is felt as a way of surviving in this world. Through this distorted lens, the connection with others then becomes more and more distorted. And sometimes it seems there's no way out of this way of being. But there is a way out of it, and that is through ancestral healing. Ancestral healers have the expertise to hold the space of the light which helps to illuminate the shadow. Working in an ancestral space requires a lot of skills and safety because within the shadows can be other energies that might want to sabotage a healing session. So it requires a great deal of skill and being trained in this area to actually ensure that healing is carried out safely. There is, of course, the skills involved with dealing with a client who may have a really big trauma, and from this trauma, they could be obviously a number of projections or feelings of safety, emotional issues. And again, the ancestral healer 
needs to be skilled in helping to deal with all the emotions, and particular emotions that might come up during this healing. So within the ancestral field are what are called gatekeepers. So these gatekeepers on both the mother and father line are willing to step forward. And so these are particular souls who have a particular frequency, who know everything simultaneously. So if you can imagine these long rows of ancestors, sometimes many thousands and thousands of ancestors, it would be extremely complex to try and gauge where to find the information. But you have these gatekeepers who step forward. So through these gatekeepers, one can communicate with them to find out information and also they're holding a frequency to help the connection through these long rows of ancestors so that the healing can take place. There are many patterns that continue down ancestral lines. It could be repeating illnesses, for example, cancer repeating down an ancestral line, emotional issues such as in addictions. So scientists would call it, look at it as a distortion in the DNA. The gifted ancestral healer can find out where is the origin of trauma that actually caused this distortion that created these repeating patterns. So masters of time, they're able to navigate through and with their spirits go straight to the origin of the story where a particular issue happened. And that's what it is about. It's all going to the origin of everything. From going to the origin of everything, we can then look into the story and with our spiritual teams help clear the energy of this story so this energy is no longer flowing and distorting the DNA through all the ancestral fields. The key to collective evolution is to become aware of the main energies that are living out in the collective that are causing a distortion in the DNA. Then we could learn how to harmonize these. We know that there's common themes that play out in the world of energies that are causing a lot of pain in the world such as fear, abuses of others, and envy. At a physical level, maybe a start could be in schools or teaching from a young age how these energies are playing out and how we can work in a better way. At a collective and spiritual level is working with these energies that play in out in the world and knowing how to harmonize them. So in the collective unconsciousness, they are no longer drivers to the human emotion and actions and reaction. One way to clear these collective negative energies that are causing a distortion in the DNA is through sound source frequencies. So what are sound source frequencies? These are sounds that are manifested 
by an alchemist or brought through by a healer who is able to connect directly to the universal sounds. Because in the universe, everything is sounds. A tree makes sounds, even our human body makes sounds, but often we don't hear these sounds. So through this gift of sound manifestation, they're able to connect to the universe and ask to bring through particular frequencies for particular things. So at, at an individual level, one can then connect to a particular sound or frequency that is going to help a particular issue that someone is dealing with, such as powerlessness, and bring through the appropriate sound or frequency that is able to harmonize and transmute that particular energy. From a collective level, again, through connecting to the source sound frequencies is to help bring through particular sounds or frequencies that could help harmonize and transmute the collective areas of, for example, envy or fear that are in the collective. So bringing forward these sounds and then sending them out into the collective to help to transmute the collective energies of fear or envy. This is the key to evolution. Over thousands of years, spiritual groups and teachers have built on what has been there before. So they brought through spiritual knowledge and spiritual energies and often encoded this within quantum fields of energy. So what is quantum fields of energy? They're energies that we can't see that is around us that hold particular information. And often this information is placed for the now and the future. So if we imagine ancient sites such as the pyramids and in England, Avery, these are sacred sites where many spiritual teachers and other people have placed particular energies and wisdom that have often been ahead of their time to be used for the now and the future. The key of to evolution is the ability to delve into the shadows, to delve into the ancestral wisdom, to find out what is around us, what is being distorted, what is this web, invisible web of distortion that is causing the human race to be entangled and in a whirlwind that they can't get out of that is not allowing them to see themselves, which is this amazing source energy of light. And from this knowledge, one can then turn into the alchemical way of the whole journey of lead to gold. And from having this wisdom, one can then go into transforming this reality by connecting to this amazing source energy that is able to give the wisdom and energy and light through sound and other wisdom to help to transmute the darkness into light. The whole journey of the soul is the lead into gold, is to transform our own reality so that we maximize the connection that we have to our own gold and wisdom.
And the key to this is to delve into that which needs to be revealed and healed and unfolded. And that is the ancestral trauma that is weighing us down. And as we clear the way, we then go into a rebirth of ourselves where we're more open to receiving this amazing energy and light that we're all part of. It is not something for the few all of us have access to and are this source energy of love. So through ancestral work, one often has to be brave to step into the unknown, to step into the emotions. But from this, you have a deeper connection to the self. You then become a deeper connection to all your amazing ancestors who are supporting you on your path. And through the mere mere thing of honouring your ancestors, then you can begin a process of walking again in their steps, gaining, regaining the power that you may have lost and further stepping into the alchemist that you are. I will be sharing so much more during the up and coming podcast about various wisdom around ancestral healing and evolution. But I want to end now with an ancestral honouring prayer that I developed and is in my book, Illumination of the Shadows. The stars before me, the earth beneath me, the creative force that brought me into creation, the bloodline that brought me into being. I honour my father's line. I honour my mother's line. I chose my ancestral lineage. I honour them from afar and in the present moment for giving me life. Your blood runs through my veins. It is the link that always connects, it always protects and guides. I send blessings and thanks to my ancestral line, my mother and father and beyond. I seek forgiveness and hear their forgiveness. I reflect to my soul. It knows this cycle of life. I honour the cycle of life and give thanks. I set myself free from the chains that no longer serve me. I am a vessel to partake in any health that is needed to support my ancestors at this time. I honour you all in all aspects of time. I call in the gifts of my ancestors to connect. I am grateful and thank you for the wisdom. And so it is. Thank you. Thank you to all your presence and for listening to this first podcast. There's so much exciting information to come up through my own work and also the amazing interviews that I will be carrying out. So in the meantime, just breathe into your body and relax and just take care of yourselves until next time. Thank you.